God in the beginning gives humanity purpose to tend and to watch over the land. You see what Jesus wants to do for us is the same thing he wanted to do for Eden and for our first parents. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, your host as always. Happy to be back jumping into week three of our series that uh, it's been a blessing to me because I think this is something we haven't talked about a lot in our church. And so to see us take some time to dive into the aspect of mental health has been very fun. Hopefully you have enjoyed as well. Hopefully you've shared all these episodes with your family and friends. Don't forget the blessing that you could be by just simply clicking the share button, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook, doesn't matter. Sending a text message to someone Um, If it touched you in any way, we encourage you to do that as much as possible. I am not alone in studio. We're going to have a packed studio, but uh, it's okay. We have a microphone that's empty. Don't worry about it. Our guardian angels can sit over there and hog that mic, right? Um, But I have two special guests in studio, one you've heard of, the other one you maybe haven't, but they're both related, so this will be a lot of fun. I'm going to have my person on my left introduce themselves. You've heard her before. We'll just continue around the circle. Hello, I'm back. It's me. Hello, guys. It's Arabelle. Glad to be back. It's my second time on here. That's right. Very excited. Awesome. And? Hello, everyone. This is so new to me, but um, my name is Clarissa Metzger. I am the proud sister of Arabelle Metzger um, and very close friend to Mr. Kelvin Del Valle. That's right. We fooled a lot of people that were siblings. That's true. Yeah. Our ages go great. Yeah. We're two years apart, so it kind of makes exactly. sense. So yep. glad to have the family in studio, right? Yes. So, Damn. all right. Well, we ask all our guests us a very simple question. Um, maybe it's not so simple, but it's something to think about. And I think it's important to know what makes you who you are. Okay. That is a very deep question. Um, so I think what makes me who I am is my experiences, right? My experiences um with my family with friends with church with school with god i think um all those combined the different experiences good and bad has made me who i am mm. arabelle okay so trying to think of something different because that was your last <laughs> time but i think just things stands out is just my personality Ooh, okay. who god nice. has kind of made me to be you know i'm very kind of awkward sometimes i'm very kind of bubbly um i think i find interest in people very quickly i like Mm -hmm. to talk to them i'm like very extroverted so all those kind of personalities it's almost as if you're a teacher i know Mm, weird yeah Yeah, for sure (laughs) but yeah i think my personality that's really cool i uh recently I, i think that that question for me has been um i've spent some time in nature recently um, over the last few weeks, whether that's playing golf or just going out with family to the park or whatever. And my little nieces, they like to go to the park and I don't know, just being out in nature, even when it's cold and crisp in the morning is just kind of cool. Uh, and so I've been able to kind of be in nature and kind of see firsthand God's creation. And that's just kind of, I don't know, recently it's kind of made me who I am a little bit. I've seen kind of where we're we're from, literally from the dirt. We're kind of talking about that a little bit uh, with with Adam and Eve and a couple of things that Pastor Michael was talking about uh, in the message. And so, so yeah, great answers. That was good. Yeah, Had to come up with a second one in two weeks. Thanks. And for a first timer, that was great. 
Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, we're in week three of a series on mental health. And uh, before we jump into maybe what the message had to say, Clarice, this is your first time. Yes. But I know that this is a uh, a topic that I think the three of us are, are passionate about just because I think we've all dealt with this at some point, right? Some mm-hmm. form of mental health. Uh, we talked about last week where literally since the moment Adam and Eve sinned, we've all been dealing with mental health, humanity as a whole, mm-hmm. to to some certain extent, right? Um, the moment that sin came into the world, <laughs> we were done. And so to say, well, oh, I've never had any issues is wrong. We're all sinners. We've all dealt with something. But I kind of want to get your take, and I, I like asking this question to people that haven't been on the podcast because this episode and because the series, sorry, to me, hasn't been talked about so much in our churches. I sometimes think we're a little afraid, but that's just me personally. I like getting people's opinions. So the question is, why do you think, in your opinion, we haven't talked about this as much in churches? Maybe we need to. Oh, wow. Okay. Just okay. as you see things. Ah, uh, yikes. Well, I mean, thankfully, we're starting to see and hear more about it now. Um, I think like it also, oh man, it's a lot of things, but I think it also depends like culture wise too. So like okay. even, so like we grew up going to like a Hispanic church and like that was an absolute like, no, no, like we do not talk about that. That's not a thing. Like, honestly, I don't think I even became aware that mental health was a thing or an issue until like, honestly, like a couple years ago, you know, um, but I don't know. I think it, it's a combination of things. And I think we're told that like, oh, well, if you trust in God, if you pray more, if you like, you know, you just need to have faith. Like that's kind of it. Right. Yeah. Um, But we forget that like, I don't know, the Lord also uses like, you know, psychologists and other things to um, to also help us in that mm-hmm. aspect. And I also think we're. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Hold on. Um, I don't know what else to say. That's fine. Don't worry about it. But I like what you said that um, God has given humanity a certain amount of knowledge to help out humanity. (laughs) Like he's given us some type of knowledge to help each other. And so I like that you said that he has put people like psychologists and therapists and counselors in our lives. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago yeah. where, you know, there's some, there's a way to kind of reach out and there's people that in our lives that we can go to. Um, so I think that's a good point. Yeah, I think God has given knowledge to humans to help humans. Yeah. And even, <laughs> and even medication <laughs> comes into that as yeah. well. You know, yeah. that's like another tool that people, some people need and, yeah. yep. you know, they have the option to, and like, thankfully we are in a time where we're talking about it more, and the mm-hmm. stigma, I think, is lessening. I think that's why this is a good time for us to be talking about it, especially because I think our generation is going to be kind of the movement yeah. who talks about this. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, I think, like, even in, like, our, like, schooling, you know, like, with, mm-hmm. like, that wasn't, I don't remember in school, like, learning that much about mental health, like, in, you know, Same. health class or whatever. It was more Same. like your physical health and, like, you know, that kind of thing. But, like, now we're, I think, opening up the doors to that to mm. just make it more 
normalized yeah. even like with school and yeah. like in church so that's awesome yeah and i like having this conversation before every episode because i i i hope that people listening emphasize and can see the like the um the excitement that we have that this is finally being like brought up yes. in, in like an eight nine week yeah. series like we're not going to end this thing till spring break in the middle of march mm-hmm. and so bible has an answer for everything and i think <laughs> we're doing a great job in, in marching through um Pastor Michael spent some time with Adam and Eve and, and the kind of the creation story this morning, and he had an interesting twist that we'll get to kind of towards the end. Um, but I just want to read real quick Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. It says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock and all the animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. And then the very famous one, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Those are the kind of the two verses that kind of based around the message. And I think this is important on a couple on a couple of notes, and I'll throw the question out. Why was it important for God to give Adam and Eve something to do? Mm. Why not just plop them in the garden and uh, and just be like, all right, just kind of do whatever you want? He gave them specific instructions as to what they needed to do. Um, so why why do you guys think it was important for God to give them something to do? That's kind of where I want to start. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that God is a creator and he's a creative being. So he created us for sure. I mean, you know, but he didn't just create us in that. We are just some blob or doesn't know anything. <laughs> we can't think for ourselves. Like he made the animals and we know there's so many different types of animals who, you know, have different, uh, what is it like? Not talents, but things that they do. Right. Mm-hmm. But we humans, he's created us to be so complex and detailed and he's created us to be creative, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Cause when we talk about God's image, you know, God was a creative person so he created us to be creative too and so i think in that comes you know work as well um he created us to create things to kind of help ourselves as well you know god gave us the tools kind of like i was talking about like that foundation but also you know we have minds and brains and Mm -hmm. god's created us to think so that we can take those things that god gave us that foundation and we can make them into other things i mean look at technology right like look how far we've come (laughs) right like that's crazy like if you think about i was watching a show yesterday about like the the printing press Mm. like man like can you remember like can you imagine like sending a text you have to like do that whole process and like man and now we just like text something you don't have to you can just tell your phone to do it man yeah. yeah so i think like god's created us to work because um he wants us to be able to well, one, I think, too, is just that work ethic as well. I mean, God worked, too, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and he rested. Amen. And so, you know, when we're able to work, I think we learn a lot of values, too, mm. you know, um, and I think we have an opportunity to be creative. So, mm. Yeah. And bouncing off that, like, also to give us, like, the sense of, like, purpose, mm-hmm. you know. That's um, the word I was waiting for. Yeah. Like, you know, all of these things we, you know, and, and everybody, um, you know, finds purpose in like different things and Mm -hmm. and like what Erebo was saying that we're all like complex and we're all different and we all you know like we all like end up like forming this whole like 
circle out of like all these like little things that we're all like different from you know like um and so it's it's I don't know. It's it's awesome. Like I I feel like accomplished. You know, even doing some people like with small tasks, they feel like a sense of purpose after they you know they worked hard and they did something small and like with mm-hmm. bigger things too. So, I think it's really cool that God gave them like a purpose for being in that garden. He gave Adam a purpose from the beginning. Your dominion. You you run all the animals. It's all you. And and then you know later on we we see that he he gave them instructions. He he had them. He placed them in the garden to so they could tend. And take care of the garden. Um, and I think this kind of can be a good thing for our mental health. Having a a thing to do mm-hmm. could be good to maybe kind of distract us from things that are maybe going on. You know, I know a lot of people like to keep busy so that they always feel like they're doing something. But I think finding a perp- like your purpose in God, I think we're all in agreement. He's done the same for us, right? Mm-hmm. like from the moment we're born i mean jeremiah says he's got all the plans made for us right, right. that we just don't know um so with all the with all the distractions that we have social media um uh, which might be the biggest one now mm-hmm. tv whatever news uh whatever it may be family friends that can also be something that fills our head and kind of gets our brain in a weird spot why is it important for us then to to find purpose maybe maybe god's specific plan or purpose why is it important with everything around us to find purpose uh because like what you're saying you know that's like the drive to live yeah right Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you guys have ever read uh the book now i'm oh by victor frankel what is it called well i'm going blank wait well, if you know, you guys uh, know what I'm talking about. It's a psychology book, really famous. Man, I'm forgetting what it's called. But, uh, you know, his whole theory is that, you know, the reason why humans, you know, live is for a purpose, whatever that purpose is, whether that's you feel like your purpose is to live for your family, you know, that's what's going to drive you. If you mm-hmm. feel like your purpose is to serve other people, like that's going to drive you, you know. So, I mean, I think it's important because that's what motivates us to live life. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think purpose is uh, I, I'm, I'm with you because that verse in Jeremiah doesn't just say I have a plan. It's plural. He says, I have plans for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Plans to make you, you know, prosper and do all that stuff. And so when I when I hear that, it, it, it makes me happy that God doesn't just have one plan for me. Right. And so from a mental health standpoint, I don't have to stress and worry so much about maybe finding one thing because God maybe has a lot of things for me, you know? Um, He didn't just tell Adam and Eve, hey, you're just going to take care of potatoes. He's like, dude, you got to take care of all of this stuff. Like, there's a lot for you to take care of and be and have dominion over, you know? Um, So let's go to this. He talked about the Garden of Eden, obviously the perfect place that God intended man to just I don't know what his ultimate plan was, if they had just repopulated. I don't know if he would have just made the whole earth, the Garden of Eden, or this special place, or I don't know. The world was perfect at the time. So those are questions we can ask God when we get to heaven. But um, he had them placed in this specific spot, and I kind of like how he framed the garden as, how Pastor Michael, sorry, I got to give him credit, kind of framed the garden as kind of our 
our brains, kind of our our mental health, where God has also asked us to kind of tend and cultivate mm-hmm. our brains and kind of like take care of it. So given that we have this thing called sin, unfortunately, that's plagued us all, what are some ways that we can maybe return to that mindset again of of being back in the garden? Does that make sense? Like, what are some ways that we can um, maybe think back and be like, okay, I'm I, like, I need to tend and cultivate my brain. How do we do that? I guess is the better question. There's a lot of ways. I mean, the Bible tells us in Philippians, right? Like, you know, whatever is true, what is noble, mm. whatever is all the things pure and holy, like, you know, think upon these things. So I think first it starts with you changing your mindset. You know, and that's hard. It is. Especially the We are world creatures of habit. Yeah. That we live in. Um and especially um, you know, talk about like the whole uh, like negative self talk that we even do to ourselves. Mm. That's a big habit to break to stop <laughs> those thoughts of like, you know, wow, like, oh, I'm just a failure or like I can't do this or like, oh, I hate that I do that. You know, like yeah. all those things especially when you have mental illness that's hard to turn off like when Mm -hmm. you and sometimes it's not even like you can't really control it at times um but i think it just starts with that intention and praying to god and be like lord like help me think of those things that are holy that are pure that are just like help my mind to think about those things you know and whenever those thoughts come to pray for that and ask God specifically, like, Lord, like, help me even in my thoughts. Mm. I think that's a, a good way. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Just, yeah. And especially, like, if you're, if you've been struggling and, like, you know, to start off, like, you need to be to a certain point, like, aware that, like, hey, maybe I'm not, like, okay, but that's yeah. okay, you yeah. know? Um, and, we're stubborn and we don't realize that. Yeah, yeah we yeah. think we're fine or like we're just having a bad day, you know, and like um with people who like suffer with mental health, like a lot of, you know, like I know a lot of people in in my life who like it's very like, you know, some people more evident than others, but they still don't like they think it's just part of like normal life, right? Because they don't a lot of times they don't even know any better. Um and so like I think it's like, you know, you have to be a little self-aware, even if it's just a little bit, that's enough to be like, okay, well, so maybe there is room for a little bit of like change at like mm-hmm. some point, you know, and then you can start to like, you know, either, you know, ask for help or like pray or whatever, but you have to have that initial like, okay, I, I need a little bit of like help that yeah. isn't like... You know, do do you think in the world that we live in, it's possible to get our brains back into a Garden of Eden state? Like, yes. is it possible for humanity to do that? I want to say yes, yeah. because I believe that Christ can do anything, you know. Uh, however, it's very hard because, well, one, if you have already yourself, like thoughts that you're telling yourself, you know, or your even addiction, you know, so many things. It's hard to like rewire your brain to that. But then when you also have social media and the world giving you all these messages as Mm -hmm. well, you know, and these messages that may not be direct, 
but it may be in like you know those posts that you know are telling you like you're not good enough mm. or you have to live up to a standard i'm talking about like mm. women here right we go on mm. social media yeah. and we compare and yeah. you know all those things so and also i mean even men have other things too where or all of us right like we want that or like you know or we're not good enough compared to other people all those things so it's really difficult to do that but i will say that honestly that's one of the biggest things therapy will do for you mm-hmm. and counseling will do for you that is where you, if you don't know how and you've been struggling i mean counseling and therapy is the best place because that's really what they teach you you know like how do i change those habits and thoughts that i have mm. so that they become healthy um so if you know you're struggling out there and you're like i don't know how to especially if you have mental illness because i'm kind of talking broadly because we all have mental health right we all have a Mm -hmm. mental health yep but it's different if you have mental illness we all have to take care of our mental health but if you have mental illness you know it really might take um that special treatment or that special therapy Mm. to help you to do that but absolutely i believe that you can um of course again if you have mental illness it's going to be really hard and i don't think that that just goes away and you're just Mm -hmm. healed i think if you have you know severe uh like a depression disorder anxiety disorder i think that those things won't go away till we get to heaven Mm -hmm. however there are tools that i think are available to at least help in that so Yeah. yeah yeah definitely like the tools that we have nowadays um Again, because we're the world is like opening up to more mental health things and we're having more research and more um, we see it like every day. There's just it's broadening, broadening up. And it's awesome that we're doing that. But yeah, definitely. Like I've seen it in my, you know, in my personal life, like with, you know, anxiety and stuff like those tools that like Adi was talking about are so important and it could be like the simplest thing could Mm. make the world of a difference you know um the tools yeah from like you know from therapy and also there's a lot of tools also in the bible you know Mm. um that we maybe don't like they're not as obvious to mental health but that you know like even discovering like self-worth and that like i'm a daughter of the king you know like like all of these things like um, they they play hand in hand and and I think it's a combination of you know the spiritual and also you know like the therapy and like all of that yeah I also want to share something because I'm a I'm a teacher so uh, I share this a lot that when I became a teacher I didn't expect for me to do as much like social emotional teaching it's a lot of that because I have little kids who are very emotional who can be very negative, who can easily give up on learning. And I literally, and they're like six, seven. There's so many moments where I stop and I'm like, okay, like let's let's say our affirmations. We say affirmations every day. And what why I do that, like we say, I am strong, you know, I can do it. Um, you know, I am smart, uh, I'm a hard worker. Like we say those things every day because that is training your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm to believe what you're saying Mm -hmm. and we talk a lot about growth mindset also in the education world that like kids don't understand you know like they give up so easily Mm. right but that's something you can teach like if you teach young kids to like now that you can't do it yet yeah Yeah. but you will and you can 
and I'm going to help you and you're going to do it one day. Like even that. And I mean, how many adults, how many of us like, do we need that? Right. Mm. But that's even training your mind. Uh So it's really important, guys, like to tell yourself those things, you know, um, and believe them because God believes that about you. Right. So, yeah, I I like that you mentioned a little kid um, and the way their brain works. Uh, in the message, Pastor Michael started talking about a passion that we both have, which is Legos. <laughs> and it's kind of like our brains, when you get an empty bin of, not an empty, but like a full bin of Legos, which so just a bunch of different pieces. That's kind of our brain. There's so much like potential mm-hmm. in that box. You just have to tend and cultivate to that box. And who knows what you can create from that box. And so I, I like that you mentioned a kid and, and maybe even our brain's doesn't matter what stage you're in. Yes. Our brains have so like God has given our brains such an unbelievable amount of potential. And it's no shocker that the devil just loves to to go there um, and, and get us kind of thrown off. And even if our heart is doing something, he'll get our brain to override everything. And um, I, I like that because if we can get our young people to start tending and cultivating <laughs> their brains now and start putting those Lego pieces of their brains together. I mean, it's like, who who knows what we can do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And society understands that as well because all of their attacks, society could care less about adults. There's nothing, nothing on earth that is marketed towards adults at all. Mm-hmm. Everything is to our age, everything yeah. or younger, right? Hey mom, I saw that toy on the commercial. Can I go, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I, I like that. And I like what Pastor Michael was. I was trying to find a quote from his, um, but it's okay. I can't find it. I'll think of it anyway. Um, but yeah, really good. He he mentioned at the end of his, of his message, the conversation that Jesus has with the woman at the well. Um, and love it. Jesus always right place, right time. God knew where he needed to be. Disciples go to get food, and uh, this woman comes up to the well, and of course Jesus says, "Hey, give me something to drink." Blah blah. blah. They have this conversation, but he uh, he mentioned the woman in the well. I want to know what comes to your mind. Kind of put yourself behind a tree, listening to that conversation. Not creepy at all, but just kind of <laughs> being a little nosy. What picture comes to your mind when you think of Jesus as living water? First thing that comes to your mind when you hear that conversation happen, what comes to your head? So I um, love drinking water. Okay. I have my little like half gallon that I yeah, fill up twice a day. It's right here. Yeah. It's literally yeah. sitting right next to us. And so like I, I've i gotten into the habit and it's been like, you know, a couple of months, right, Addy? I think mm-hmm. that I've had this or I don't know, maybe even a year, but it's literally like the first thing I do in the morning is I need to drink water. I need to refill my water. Like it's almost like instant. Like Mm. as soon as, you know, I wake up and I pray and then my water, like I go to the kitchen, I fill up my water. And so like, I can't, I literally cannot go throughout my day anymore without my big out. Like sometimes I'll go, like I take it to work, to the grocery store and, and you know, she's a little big and, you know, (laughs) but like, I, I can't anymore, you know, Mm. like, um, and it's become such a habit and part of my literal everyday like task. You know, I don't even I don't like even drink it because I'm necessarily thirsty. I just drink it out of habit now. And because, again, yeah. it's part of my routine. And so I feel like that's what 
God, like Jesus should be in our lives. Like that's the first thing we should think of, like in the good and the bad. Like, um, I think it should, he should be part of our every, like, you know, every day, every second, like we should, you know, he should be on our mind. And yeah. so, um, the more we, you know, we do our devotionals and we pray and we have a, this relationship with him, um, and we stay consistent with that, even though it's hard, obviously, right? We're, you know, sometimes we do fall and, and whatever, but we get back up and, um, you know, it, yeah, like the whole going back to the living water thing, like for me, like <laughs> I take it almost like literal, right? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I just think like at, at this point, like I, he's done so many amazing things. He's brought me through so many things that like he literally like is alive, yeah. you know, like yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think also just the, the water, she's like, what is, what does water do for you? You know, there's so many benefits like health wise to water uh-huh. and, um, you know, it, it makes your skin look better. <laughs> like yes. obviously you're hydrated, like, you know, it takes out all the toxins in your body, whatever, you know, so many benefits. And so like when we accept Jesus, there's so many benefits mm-hmm. that we get when we receive yeah. Jesus into our hearts. You know, we uh, feel this restoration, uh, forgiveness, worth, like all these things come. Mm. And I also think of a plant, right? Like a plant can be like withering and just dying in a week, you know, because mm-hmm. of the hot sun or the lack of water. And then the water comes. And I don't know if you guys have seen those like people who uh, rescue like succulents. And, you know, they water it and they know how to just, like, take care of it. And then it grows and it's beautiful. And, you know, I feel like that's what God does for us, too, when Mm -hmm. we allow him to. And when we accept him into our lives, he can help us to grow in whatever aspect and to, especially in mental health, right? We're talking about that. Like, he can help us in even that aspect and be that, you know, right hand. Um, And when we're going through anything, whenever, Mm -hmm. right? He is that water that can restore and save and redeem. Uh-huh. And this is not the first time that this, the 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 whole Bible had been a buildup to me to this moment. Jesus with that woman mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. I mean, even in the Garden of Eden, Pastor Michael mentioned it. There's four rivers that run through that garden. Mm-hmm. So what kept that place as beautiful as it possibly yeah. was, was water that God had put there. Mm-hmm. When the people of Israel are out of Egypt... They, they go, they have to literally go through water, right? Um, and then not long after that, they start complaining because they're thirsty mm. and God has to come through again with yeah. water. And then the last thing I think about, which is one of my favorite Bible verses, David talks about this in the first chapter of Psalms where he's like, he, he, he compares our relationship and you could even say what our brains should be in relation with God when he says, then there's a man that's planted by streams of living water mm. and he grows to be like a tree that never withers and it never goes away. And everything that that tree wants to do. So every plan that you have in your brain, everything that you may want to do in your head, he says that he, that God helps it prosper as long as it's connected to that river. Yeah. And the Bible doesn't exaggerate because an exaggeration is an extress, a stretch of the truth, which makes it a lie. And, when you hear that, it's like, man, as long as I'm connected to that water, um, anything that I want to do, God has no problem co-signing those, yeah. you know, those plans that you have. And so 
I love the connection of just our brain constantly making sure that we're taking care of it, getting that daily water. Like you said, Clarice, I love that. Um, we'll wrap up with this. I guess in your personal life or how you see fit, how encouraging is it to know that we have a God that cares not only for our physical health or maybe emotional health, which maybe is more the heart, but our mental health as well? I mean, it's great. I mean, to know that God cares about every aspect of you, sometimes it's easy to think that God only cares about you know, if you make it to heaven, of course he cares about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he cares about you now. He cares about your struggles that you're going through now, whatever that may be, whether it's mental health or, like you said, physical health. But talking specifically about mental health, you know that he cares for you and he sees you where you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that even when you're crying, <laughs> even when you're stressed, oh. the anxiety, the depression comes, you know that he cares for you is just the biggest like warm hug yeah. that you yeah. I think need and that I feel when I think about that yeah definitely thankful that you know the creator of the universe takes time to listen to you know one little person out of seven yeah you know and that's just one planet that he like made you know like mm -hmm. the fact that you know why do you saying that he cares about us like you know i'm sure he's got a lot going on but you know like that he you know each of us are like his children and you know and like it, i don't know i'm very very thankful and um you know that we serve literally the greatest father yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he cares for every little aspect of our life and if you're listening and you don't think like anybody cares you have a heavenly father that mm -hmm. cares for the dumbest thing that you're stressing about mm -hmm. that we don't think god cares about he cares for that little thing you know um i'm gonna end with some of the words that were said here in the message and it says god, god intended for humanity to live in a garden named delight and in eden god was just getting started our minds are like a garden they're shaped and formed by experience and we are both garden and gardener field and farmer god wants to form a garden named delight in you your brain has an immense amount of capacity we just got to give it that living water every day and slowly like Arabelle said, those those toxins and that stuff that's in there, the little bit of Jesus every day will begin to wash out. And I think it's possible to get back to that mind state, mind state, state of mind that 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 Adam and Eve had back in Eden. So great conversation. Thanks so much, guys, for being here. We'll get you we'll get you back on another episode uh, as we continue to roll on. If you're listening. This is just the beginning. Michael said it in, the, in his message. This is just the beginning. We're week three. I think we have six more to go. Um, we're going to tackle this thing of mental health in every way possible through the direction of our leaders and, and, and God as well. So stay tuned. If you loved the episode, if it kind of helped you maybe think in a different way, you left some comments, whatever it is, we hope that you share this with a family member or a friend. I said it at the top. Just by clicking that share button, if you have like 10 followers, it doesn't matter. It's 10 people that might just click on the link that maybe are struggling with something that you can help them with. Of course, follow us on Instagram, 
little plug there for Elevate. Tag us. If you're listening on Spotify, you can answer our question there. You can also send us a voice message through our Anchor app, and you can actually be on the podcast if that's something you kind of want to do. If not, we hope to hear from you somehow, some way, and uh, we always love connecting with you, the listener. My name is Kelvin. This has been Elevate Retake, and remember, there's always room for one more.